listeners, and welcome to another episode of Edgeguard, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake, and I'm joined as always by my co-host and good friend, Jordan. That's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought normally I'm the what the the inappropriate singing guy, you know? Well, don't get used to it. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today, Jordan and I are here to sing to you about <laughs> a new game, uh, Otoretto, uh, which you may have noticed is a palindrome. I know you can't see the word, but you might have intuited just by hearing it, Otoretto, <laughs> that it's a palindrome, uh, which is fitting because this is a game all about palindromes, uh, but not in the way you think. Uh, so this is uh, a little arcade puzzle game by Chris Klimkowski. Klimowski is that? I think I know Klimowski. Klimowski. I added an extra right. K when I wrote it in my notebook, and I realized that that <laughs> sounded wrong. Chris Klimowski. Um, yeah, it's a it's a puzzle game about palindromes, which you might be like, what does that mean? Uh, because there's no letters on it. I mean, it actually it looks a lot like a a sort of match three game. If you're familiar with this concept, where you have you know a field of a bunch of little gems and a grid, and if three or more gems uh, sit next to each other, then they kind of like pop and give you points. You know, mm-hmm. a game like Candy Crush, Bejeweled, this sort of thing. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you're not clearing them. You're not matching three. Instead, you're palindroming. So you're kind of clicking and dragging along these. Uh, I'm going to call them gems or tiles. I don't know. What do you? What, what should we call them? Gems, tiles. They feel like What's tiles the, to me. You know, they're yeah, square. Tiles. They're flat. Yeah, it's true. Uh, they <laughs> are in two dimensions. Uh, so yeah, you you drag along these tiles, and the the tiles uh, they are c- colored. They also have shapes. Uh, but I think those shapes are mostly there as a sort of um, color blindness accessibility feature. Yeah, more than and anything. there's even other options. Like there's different right. uh, shape patterns you can put on them. I was mostly keying off color personally. Yeah, I was pretty much always doing color. Um, but anyway, so you kind of create strings of these tiles that are adjacent to one another. Um, In any and- direction. It can zigzag yes, but not across di- but the board. Not diagonal. That's true. Right? Any of the four directions, yes. Yeah. I forget if that's... Is that orthogonal and then adjacent would include diagonals? Uh, I don't remember. All I know is that orthogonal means perpendicular, but I guess I don't know if in this context I think I think work. orthogonal would be just four directions and not eight, but it's been a while since. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. You get the picture. <laughs> this is only for me and my silly brain. Uh, so so anyway, you're kind of uh, dragging uh, along strings of tiles next to each other and trying to you know create a string of tiles in one on one side that you can then match on the other side to make a palindrome of sorts and the longer and more complicated your palindrome is, the more points you'll get upon completion. And that's sort of like the base, um, like endless mode of this game. Mm-hmm. And then there's a few other modes that kind of use the same basic gameplay f- to different ends. And we can talk about those in a minute, but the, the basic mm-hmm. gameplay is, is, you know, dragging and trying to create a, get a high score 
uh, by by making palindromes with your fun yeah. little color tiles. And the the end condition is um, whenever you make a palindrome from the tiles, the tiles are exhausted and. Uh, at each like level or tier or whatever, you have to get X number of points in order to advance. And if you use all the tiles without um, uh, getting that many points, then it ends and totals up your score. Right, right. Um, so, what do you think of this game? Just on like the sort of basic gameplay of this game, how is it? How is it striking you? Uh, I I liked it. So I thought that the basic gameplay was interesting it takes a moment to wrap your head around because um you don't i feel like mirrored patterns is not something you know you don't quite have a like um intrinsic reflexive ability to do that the way you do with like match three you know match three it's like you look at the board and your mind's already doing it like you don't even need to have played the game at all this you need to like okay brain what are we doing um so it's a little bit uh more mentally taxing in that way and that's why i really liked the puzzle mode in particular because that felt like it sort of matched the um the mechanic uh kind of most neatly because you know in Mm. in a puzzle mode you're that's kind of how you're supposed to be thinking but i did enjoy the uh, continuous mode um as well uh it was always very tempting to just do the first uh, palindrome you see but you very quickly get to the point where it's like you know anything less than like eight tiles is, will lose <laughs> the game for me instantly so yeah you gotta you gotta get picky and choosy and and i think i i totally agree with you that the the thing about it is that it's not like some other games that uh surface level look very similar to this yeah um in that there's not quite that inherent thing of just like, oh, I can see that, or at least I don't have that yet. I think part of those like instant visual, I don't know, Mm -hmm. being able to like read uh, a board and like bejeweled, for example. um, Yeah, it more feels like you have to discover them almost. Yeah, yeah, but I will say, as I was playing this game more, I started feeling like, oh, okay, I think I'm starting to be able to sense at least a, a starting place where I can start building out from. Yeah, um, totally. Which is which is kind of fun to like discover that you know live mm-hmm. while you're while you're playing. Yeah, it, uh, instead I'm of just cur- like I'm curious. What, in were there that. any like uh, patterns that you you found yourself returning to a lot? Like one thing I noticed is like a good starting point was often you know three of the same with then some other color on either end like i would often yeah. start with that five those five because yep. that's like something it's easy to like see just quickly yes and then mm-hmm. i'm like okay now i can work from this and do something more complicated right yeah that that is one that i abs- i definitely started doing another one that i would do if i saw like alternating tiles so like blue green blue or something then it's like okay blue green blue yep now uh i i would kind of like drag that out and then see okay uh on the on the left end of this i can either go green yellow or red are any of those options available Mm -hmm. on the other side and kind of try and build it from there and make it as long as possible and if it's not if i sort of run up against a wall where it's only going to be like four then i kind of say okay maybe that one's not worth doing or oh maybe if i backtrack on one end of the palindrome i can kind of like build it out a different direction um 
and that ended up being how I kind of stumbled into or not stumbled into sort of tried to find better combinations. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I got quite to the level where I felt like I was consistently having like really long strings. I'd kind of get like one really good one and then kind of try and uh, use the, this is in the endless mode, which I guess we haven't mentioned has sort of like levels of point scoring. Actually, mm-hmm. I think you did mention this, but um, each level you get a new board or you get most of the board refilled and then you're split. You have to get a certain number of points um, in order to continue. Um, otherwise you get a game over if you run out of tiles and you haven't mm-hmm. hit the points. And so you have to be a little bit more careful about like, you know, just cashing in a, a three or four tile yeah, thing. Totally. But yeah, I did. I, mean, I did it, actually it get to the point where you have to like, I felt like the, um, uh, I mean, it got hard fast. Cause like the point when I, like, I felt like I could, if I thought about it for a second, could pretty much beat every level. And then I suddenly beat a point reached a point where I like thought about it for five minutes and I was like, I don't see how I can possibly beat this level. Um, yeah, it was like, you need 300 points in the level. Yeah. Well, like and that. that's the like, thing is you can dude. kind of back yourself into a corner if you, yeah, you know, eliminate too many things too early. Although it's very, um, it's very nice that it gives you an un- undo button. Um, which I think was a, what it does. Oh no, Blake. Yes, it does. Just hit escape and then there's an undo button. Wow. I think I think it's only your most recent move, but yeah, there is, which Damn. is good because I um, one interface thing that was kind of getting on my nerves. I don't know if I missed something, but it seems like the only way to I wanted some simple way to end a uh, palindrome I'd made without completing it like cancel button or something i guess just drag right. drag off the game board was what i would you do you don't even have to drag off you can just let go although another let go while your mouse is off because if you let go while on you'll complete it well oh okay i guess yeah y- you're right uh what i would do is make something that isn't legal, isn't and legal let go. Yeah, or yeah, yeah i guess i i i'm I'm trying it now and I am just, yeah, dragging off <laughs> the edge of the screen and then letting <laughs> yeah. go. Which I guess um, is not, I mean, that's reasonably intuitive. I just, it felt like right clicking or something was what here, my here's, brain here's wanted my, to do. Here's my take is that this game feels designed for a phone and it must be on the Android store. I don't, I, I checked on iOS. Oh, and there, actually that's a great point because you would, there was dragging an, off an would, be the, version. would be the intuitive way to do it. On a yeah, but this game it feels like it would be more satisfying to play and less frustrating. The few little UX things that I did find frustrating would not be frustrating if I was playing it on, uh, a, phone. on a phone. Yeah, because, totally. Uh, it's um, it, there. There are a few other things like if you so so one mechanic is that um, technically like a single tile on its own is a palindrome because <laughs> it's just a it's just one letter right and it's yeah, like yeah. the letter A is you know so you can just uh, cash out a single thing it only gives you one point which isn't many but you can use it tactically to um, if you're close to having a palindrome like a really strong palindrome but one thing is off you can say okay well I'm just going to burn this one tile and then that'll make everything else fall into position to where I can get this really good one, which I, at first I was like, I'm never going to be thinking far enough ahead to do that. Uh, and then by the end of my play time, I, I actually was starting to 
premeditate stuff enough to do that and i thought that was a kind of like fun rewarding thing but mm-hmm. all this to say uh i multiple times uh would like my instinct for how to undo something is to drag it back to where i started and then like let off of it i don't know why that's my instinct oh and so you'd be t- taking off so, one <laughs> So yeah, I'd be like, okay, I have tried this. Oh, that doesn't work. Let me drag back and then let go. And then I like remove the thing and suddenly I can't do anything. And I've and you didn't know up. about the undo button either. So you were just destroying uh, your I combos. Didn't. My God. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. Heartbreaking. Even. Yeah. It's a little bit heartbreaking. My <laughs> heart was broken, but now I'm uh, learning to love again. Well, as long as we're on the topic of UI stuff, I will say the one, um, uh, UI thing I found myself wishing I could do on the really long ones is well let me it's easier to explain if I uh, talk through what I was unable to do is I've okay. I found it uh, sometimes if you're you got one that's like you know I think the longest one I had was like almost 20 or something like that and when you have that many tiles it's like you I ended up being like when I'm trying to measure out where to go, you know, I'd be clicking and dragging on one side of the palindrome and then just using my finger to keep track of where I am on the other one. Sure. And then I'd have to be like, okay, now I need to actually draw it once I figured out what it is. But like, I was like, I feel like there should be some way where rather than just having to drag, I can like add them. Wait, did you not add into a okay. set? Is, is that so, a thing? Oh, no, I'm going to be so, so that exists, but I think it's only in puzzle mode. Ah, so okay. in in, in ah, puzzle okay. mode, there is a note taking thing, which is literally that you can okay. just build up ah. strings arbitrarily. And I, I noticed think that is, I noticed that as I was closing out after finishing puzzle mode, mm, I was like, what is this mm. notes function I never used? Oh, dude, notes function oh, is arguably okay. OP. Well, then I, I, um, well, so that's interesting that you say that because something I thought about while doing it is I was like, that would actually make it way easier because yeah. the, so much easier that I almost wonder if it would, if it's not just a quality of life thing, but a, a part of the game to not have that in the endless mode. Like, yeah, yeah. I think like, it totally I, I, is. I, yeah, it, it occurred to me that, its absence could be a design choice. And I think in the puzzle mode, it makes the most sense to have it because um, puzzle mode, it almost feels like solving a Sudoku or something. Yeah, we uh, should we should talk about puzzle all mode. All right, let's talk uh, about puzzle mode. Already, uh, I like puzzle mode m- maybe the most. I thought puzzle I, mode I was, agree with that, actually. Uh, and part of it was that note-taking thing, which feels Fuck, a lot man, more I like... I play it with the note-taker. Um, it plays... It's a lot more like how it feels... Um... I'm trying to think of how to express it. It it it, it helps you learn the game. I think uh, it helps you learn how to uh, visually read uh, the board and try and start like reverse oh. engineering how to make it work. So so we I should see explain. a screenshot with the with the note thing and good lord, that seems helpful. Holy shit! Yeah, well, the thing that's crazy helpful is um, it's it's crazy helpful, but it also um sort of. I think it might be more satisfying if it didn't work like this, but uh, it's so helpful that if you note out the solution, you can just hit a check mark and it'll just auto like you won, <laughs> which I feel like it's, I feel like it would be, it'd be a little bit more satisfying for you to like do that and then be like, okay, let me try this and make sure that it works, you know, versus the game just telling me you like you did it. I mean, I, I understand why they did it, but um, 
anyway, we should explain what the puzzle mode is, which is basically uh, rather than having a board with endless possibilities, you have a board that can be actually, I, I don't actually know if this is true, but uh, there's a, a set solution to it. Um, and it uses all of the tiles in the puzzle to make one palindrome, mm -hmm. like a big combo. And then you just have to f uh, figure out how to do it. And then you win. And there's several levels of difficulty. And I'm almost, I'm pretty sure these are, they're either drawn from a pool or they're totally um, randomly, or I guess I was, probably procedurally generated. I was wondering generated. about that as well. Is it, do you think it's generated? I feel like when I started, I, I assumed it must be, my first assumption was it must all be handcrafted because it just seems seemed too complicated at first thought. But then once I started playing through puzzle mode, I was like, huh, a lot of the once you have gotten, you know, made, you know, a little bit of progress in the puzzle, the, the rest of it kind of snaps into place. And the fact yep. that it, it is like that, you know, the system is that intensely rule bound makes me feel like maybe it is possible to generate these. Um, yeah, I I'm pretty sure they're generated because I um, backed out of one that I had been trying to go try some other modes. And when I came back, it was a totally different puzzle. Oh, interesting. Of about the same level of difficulty. I, or it seemed, I'm pretty sure it was totally, yeah, it was totally different. Interesting. So I think, I think there are, they're either generated or drawn from like a pool of options. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're, if they're generated. Um, yeah, I could, Which is I could believe that. It, it seems, I mean, it's interesting that they, I, so I only played for the puzzle mode. I did all of the challenges. It's like do five easy, four medium, three hard, and one nightmarish or something like that. I did that right. and then stopped. So I don't, I didn't play like a ton of the nightmarish difficulty, but um, it's impressive that the, if they are all of a comparable level of difficulty, that's impressive that they found a way to generate them and they're actually challenging. Sometimes generated puzzles are like accidentally really easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I, I can't really, I'm just <laughs> speculating, speculating honestly, yeah, but totally. based on my experience, they didn't, they seemed like it was possible to generate them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think, I think that mode's really fun. I like the, like the little note, taking thing i think it's i think it's fun i think it's a neat way to again for me it was it was useful to learn how to think about the game and i also just think it's fun uh like reverse engineering like trying to pick a visual cue of like okay that's going to be the middle that th this was kind of my yep, tactic yep. throughout this game was like here's going to be the middle and i'm going to start building out from each end and the thing I really like about the, the puzzle mode is you have to try and visualize how it's going to wrap around because uh, you don't want either of the tips to get too close to each other. And with the notes mode, this is going to make more sense because you're like mapping out. I can't I can't believe you did a nightmarish one without the notes mode. I didn't I didn't even really try the nightmarish one. I like kind of looked at it and was like, eh, I think I've had enough of puzzle mode for now. I'm going to try one of the other modes that I unlocked. Um, but uh, the fact that you did it without the notes thing. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> like, well, to you. it was it involved um, <laughs> writing uh, and taking mm. a picture at one point even. So wow. I the notes mode would have uh, eased my suffering substantially. Um, <laughs> and I feel silly for not realizing that it's right up there. There's the little scribble icon. But um, yeah, I am. Um, 
I felt that the, so the nightmarish one I got was that actually did not feel like it was as hard as the previous hard one I had done. Although I don't know if I just kind of got lucky on the first thing I was attempting, but I found, um, well, I'm curious if you had any, like, so, you know, like a Sudoku, there's like things you, you always look for first. I'm curious if you had any, like, uh, things you would look for in the, in the in, puzzle, in puzzle mode. mode. I think, I mean, I think it's a similar thing. Uh, well, actually, in puzzle mode, what I would look for is the, um, once I got to, like, the hard puzzles, the color that appears the least, um, yep. whether or not mm-hmm. it's an odd or an even number of yep. that color, because then you know if that color is going to be in the middle. And then... Yeah, exactly. Kind of if you know... To- yeah, if you if one of them has an odd number... So, first thing I would do is count them all, because if one of them has an odd number, it must be right. the middle. Um, right. And there can only be one that has an odd number, so that's always yep. useful. Yep. Um, the other thing is, yeah, if one of them has, if there was only two of one color, which happened to me once, then it's like, okay, I know mm, those two yes. are mirroring each other. So I know right, that right. I should go see what are common adjacent colors to those two. And you can right. kind of build Wh- up from there. Which, which actually brings me to kind of a, a question that I, <laughs> I feel like it's not intuitive enough for me to answer this question, but I'm curious if each of the puzzle levels has a single solution or if there's technically more because of the nature of palindromes. I'm, I'm trying to, I I still haven't figured out a coherent way to like express this, but like since this is, since this doesn't have to make it a a sensical word, is it possible that like, if you think of your palindrome as a loop that like you could just be doing a different part of the loop as the, like you could, if you have a loop of all the colors in, in, in order, if you could, you know, cut it at a different part, you like, you know, <laughs> can you, oh, and it can would you still be, uh, oh. and it would still be a palindrome. Cause there was, there was one, the reason I was thinking about this, one of the hard ones I was doing, I kind of started building thinking that one part was the center. And then as I kept growing out, it kept seeming like, Oh yeah, this is the middle. And then I sort of like got to the second half and was like, oh no, this isn't going to work with this as the middle. And so, but I found the middle by like looping through backward. Like I had kind of worked my way and maybe that's really the thing is that I kind of stumbled my way into the actual middle and built it out from there. But it felt like I had me wondering, like, I wonder if, and maybe it's like a thing that's possible, but not necessarily like common uh, but it, it was, I was like, I wonder how many of these are just like one solution versus like maybe two or maybe even three. Um, and I just straight up do not know. <laughs> I, I also don't know. I feel like it, I don't, yeah, I don't know if this is true, but it definitely feels like it is possible for there to be a board in which there are multiple solutions that use every tile at least once i don't know if there is some you know maybe it checks for that when generating and makes sure there's Mm. only one i don't know about that but it definitely seems like just at the level of rules that should be possible right right yeah yeah i don't know that was that was just a you know a thought that i had while i was playing um I'm trying to think of what the other modes are. I didn't play as much of what was it containment. Yeah, I didn't play as um, much of it as well. I found I felt that I preferred classic to containment. Mm. Um, it just uh, oh, excuse me. It just felt like um, the containment as a mechanic feels like 
it wants to be hectic in the way that like a time trial challenges. Whereas I think that this mechanic lends itself towards like, um, careful deliberation and and in containment, I found myself getting frustrated that it was, um, you know, if I use, if I deleted one in order to make myself a longer, um, right. A longer palindrome that was so often self-defeating because I'd be adding, adding rows. Um, so I found that I felt like classic was in the spirit of the game more, but that may be just me. And I didn't, I only looked at walls. I didn't actually play it. (laughs) Yeah. I also didn't, I don't even think I unlocked walls. I just saw it in the, um, in the, I just barely unlocked it at the end right before I finished. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't do the, uh, nightmarish. Yes. Yeah. Puzzle. I should try that. Do you, did you, did you keep track of your, your best palindrome? Uh, Unfortunately, I didn't keep track of my best palindrome in terms of length, but I did in terms of points. I don't know. It was 285. Damn. Damn. Mine was like 130. Yeah, dude. I was reaching the level where it was like if I couldn't find one in the 200 range, I couldn't. I was going to lose. And that is indeed what happened. I, I reached a point where I just for the life of me couldn't find one that was worth more than like 70 points. I was like, well, I guess I lose. <laughs> wow. I think I think you were just playing at this game on a whole on a whole different level. Uh than maybe <laughs> than I was. <laughs> I mean, I barely in the in the normal mode, I barely broke a thousand, so um, Yeah, it was or, you know Oh god. Well, I was just gonna say I, I got to twenty two forty five was my high Damn, score. okay. I need to uh I need to brush up my skills, I guess. <laughs> Um, it's, it's, uh, not, it's easier than it seems. Like you just have to play classic, like you would puzzle, like just, um, so yeah, but I don't have note mode, but apparently, yeah, see, I didn't care about that because I didn't know such things existed. Maybe you just got so advanced, uh, by playing puzzle mode the hard way that, that, I that was you, just- ready you for have become the greatest player in the world at this game. i think that is unlikely but um, i may, think it's maybe, the only thing that's possible maybe top 10 percentile i'm just kidding i have no idea how you will play this game let's see how many people have purchased it on oh, steam I, i've learned my lesson from that one time i thought i there was a glitch in the leaderboard and i thought i had set the highest oh, uh, score right, in that re- game high rise <laughs> i remember that and then i was still like number seven thousand oh, or something this I was so excited. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> but no, even in a, a tiny little indie game, uh, I ain't shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's only 20 reviews of it on Steam. So, I mean, 20 reviews ain't nothing. If you figure, I don't know, what, one in 10 people review, one in 100? I have no idea. This is complete yeah, ba- also- baseless speculation. <laughs> yeah, but that's our specialty, baby. <laughs> I guess there's probably not more than a few thousand play active players, I would assume. So it's totally plausible we could reach the the tippity top. It's full. I don't know about fully plausible. It's 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 um, marginally plausible. Pl- ma- mar- yeah, mar- I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, um, all right. So one th- one other thing I wanted to say about this about puzzle mode. This, I was just thinking is, did you ever watch those videos that? went viral like a year or two ago the guy playing those crazy sudoku 
where you'd only get like four or three numbers, yeah, but then there'd be the, like uh, some cracking the cryptic. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and there'd be yeah, some man. weird. That's a, that's an all timer YouTube video. It, it really is. I, you know, I don't even really play Sudoku. <laughs> I mean, I have, but it's not really my jam. Um, yeah, and but mine either. Those videos were really fun to just watch because of the, you know, how impressive it is. But as, um, I remember someone pointed out that um, the restraints that he has actually make it easier. I mean, not easier per se, but it, it makes it a little more um, less. It makes it so tr it looks harder than it is because the all the constraints make it so there's often only one legal uh, number that could go somewhere. So it, it, it ends up being more filling in the blanks rather than like trying mm. different possibilities. And while playing mm -hmm. puzzle mode for this game, I felt like I, you know, the, when you first look at the nightmarish boards, they seem crazy hard. It's like, wow, I'm going to have to do so much trial and error. But then if you're able to get like just one thing determined for sure, like either the middle or two, two tiles that you figured out must be mirrors of each other. A lot mm. of it just falls into place because it's like, okay, I know these ones are mirrors of each other, but they both only have one red adjacent to each other. So I must go that direction or, right, or like this right. one's in a corner. So it has to go. It has to be adjacent to both of them because there's only two things adjacent to it and it has to be a path. So, um, you know, you can really, it ends up kind of falling into place, which is really satisfying to do, but I don't know. There's right. just something I it occurred to me is it, it looks much harder than it is. Sure, sure. Yeah, I could, I could see that. All right, I'm, I'm trying a, a nightmarish one right now, and I think, I think it's not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I had I'm so yeah, sure I had I'm the same thing. It. Although I will say is I didn't try the next one, but the next one I got is it had a pretty even distribution of all colors, and they were all even. So I was like, oh, this one might be trickier because there's no obvious. I can't just get the middle instantly. But I'll have to oh, I'll see. have to revisit it to see if that is the case. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. I think, um, cool game, enjoyable game. Yeah, I just got this. Hell yeah, nice. Wow. Uh, while talking, even yeah. So there you go. I mean, you were mostly talking while I was doing, it, <laughs> but it had it had a giveaway, which is that it had um, a little loop. In, in one side where it was just, there were like, so I knew that there were four colors in sequence. Mm -hmm. And so I just mm -hmm. had to find that elsewhere on the board and start building that and from, trying exactly, to connect them together yep. from there and then build out the tips. See, yeah, that's, yeah, that puzzle mode, neato. That's you know? what I was, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And it's really fun to, um, to realize that stuff. Like, I think it's the kind yeah, of game mode yeah. where if like somebody told you those tricks, uh, beforehand it, it you know it might actually not be that it might be kind of road but discovering them right. on your own is really like like oh that must be the middle or oh those have to be right the same spot that's right and it, very it kind of ties back to what we were talking about at the very beginning of like not having the sort of um at a glance readability of a match three, you know, yeah. but on, the, on the flip side of that coin is that you can make a discovery and be like, aha, I, I understand it more now. Yeah. I've learned something. <laughs> Learning knowledge. <laughs> um, yeah. Neat, neat game, neat game. Good time. You know? Yeah. 
I I enjoyed it. Do you have any other thoughts about this? Um, no, I don't think I do. My right. um, yeah, the only like complaint I had turned out to be related to me not knowing a functionality the game had in it already. So <laughs> there you go. Definitely worth the five dollars uh, if you like puzzle games. Yeah, so check it out. Yeah, I really hope it comes out on iOS so that I can have it on my phone because I would definitely continue to play it. It's the exact the type of game that is perfect for like, you know, fifteen seconds of distraction. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do start setting up a little combo and then it's like, oh, okay, my build or whatever I'm working on is done, so I can look away from this again. It's exactly my kind of this was my favorite kind of like iOS game was a game that was you didn't have to there was no like timing element um, and also it doesn't look garish and fucking ridiculous because I always hated playing like <laughs> Candy Crusher. This is horrible. This, this is going to be really insightful about me as a person. But uh, in college, when I was not paying attention to whatever my class was that I was in, <laughs> I would uh, play games and I always wanted to play games that d- I, I was very uh, aware of people looking at the fact that I was playing a game. So I always wanted to find games that had looked very like mundane or sort of like not quite clinical, but just kind of a clean, simple look, something like big and garish and like candy crush. Like, I don't know why I had this perception that like, <laughs> Oh, people will see that I'm playing candy crush and think I'm some kind of like idiot. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why I would, I don't remember my exact thought, but I just remember being like threes was the perfect game. Uh, because I mean, first of all, threes just is a perfect game. And also it's got a clean, simple look, uh, you know, you can stop it playing it at any given moment. If you suddenly need to pay attention in class, then you can, <laughs> you can stop doing it right away. Uh, anyway, so all, all of this to say, so what, what was that game about building cities, cityscape or high yeah, rise? Yeah. That was in the, high rise, high rise. Yep. I feel like that one, yeah, that, that one definitely that fit the bill. Sure. That one was so yeah. fun to play for the podcast because it was like we were cracking the code. I remember, yeah, we both came in being like, oh, so what's the I strategy? don't know about this game. I, I couldn't figure it out. And then as we're talking about, we're both pulling out and are playing on our like, phones being oh, like, holy oh shit, we've my. cracked the code. <laughs> we're genius. Yeah, and then I don't think I ever uh, talked about it on the podcast, but like <laughs> six months later, I was deleting apps on my phone and I was like, hmm, maybe I should play this game again instead of deleting it. And then I ended up playing it like even more than I played it for the podcast <laughs> and getting better. And then at one point, uh, like I alluded to earlier, thinking I beat the world record <laughs> because the leaderboards were busted. But yeah, great game. If you're if you're interested, go listen to our high rise episode. It's similar to this one, but different, you know? And also just play that game. Neat game. Yeah, that's a great game too, for sure. Um, but we, I think uh, we are, we're out of things to say about Autoretto since we are clearly talking about <laughs> something else. Since we've uh, uh, gone off topic. Yeah, so I'm going to tell the people about what we're playing next week, which is a game called Memory Card 2021 by Lilith Zone, which just won the IGF Nuovo Award. Which, if you're not familiar, IGF is the Independent Games Foundation, I believe. And every year at GDC, they have a little award show that they give to a bunch of indie games. And it's it's kind of become like the <laughs> awards show for like indie games, but like bigger Sundance. indie games that have... <laughs> 
Yeah, it's kind of... See, the thing about Sundance, though, is that, like, there's a lot of weird shit that (laughs) gets... uh, happens at Sundance, but it's rare, you know, uh, it's rare that the IGF recognizes games, like, the, the type of games we play, like... You would think that like, oh, it's the independent games thing. They're playing all kinds of stuff. But like, no, there's they're still even waiting for like stuff to filter up a level above. Um, but this is a game that uh, of all the IGF Nuovo Awards, which the Nuovo Award is kind of like the the like innovation, really interesting idea game. Uh, I, I don't know what the exact um, like wording on what the Nuovo order is, but I'm sure it, in, it includes the word innovation or groundbreaking or some such. Uh, but anyway, uh, it won that award, and it was one of the f- first times in the last several years where people were like, hey, the IGF actually gave the Nuovo award to something really interesting that nobody has played. <laughs> and I was like, really interesting? No one's played? That sounds, sounds like-, like a game for Edgegar. <laughs> so, so uh, here we Perfect. are. We're going to play this game and see if we agree with the IGF. Uh, yeah, so we will we will play this. So, um, uh, yeah, that'll be next time. Memory card by Lilith Zone. If you are interested in um, uh, listening to that episode and you want an update when it's released, you should follow us on Twitter at EdgeGuardCast. Uh, that is where we tweet out all the updates of the podcast, new episode, links to the games we play, news, uh, conversation. Um, yeah, so it's a good time. Uh, follow Hashtag discourse. Yes, that's where the Just discourse kidding. is. Um, There's no discoursing on the timeline. Well, uh, you whatsoever. can discourse with us and we will mm, respond. I don't know if we want to open those doors, Jordan. If you I'm have sorry, thoughts about the games do. we play, that's what I mean by discourse, then by all means. Um, uh, oh, discourse is in what discourse actually the means. The actual literal meaning of discourse. I don't know. Not, Sounds weird. Not capital D discourse. Um, not the discourse <laughs> um, uh, uh, and then also if you have a idea for a game you think would be a good fit for the podcast uh, we always love recommendations so follow us there at edgeguard cast Lilith zone or um, sorry memory card by Lilith zone uh, next time and we will talk to you then <laughs> <laughs>